We runners can tend to neglect our upper bodies when training, but it's important to keep those push-ups and tricep dips in our workout rotations. After all, you need strong arms to carry all those sports bras. You are listening to Podcast Detected. Now, run. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Podcast Detected. It's episode 45 already. Yay! And today I have another new person with me. Uh, you have heard her voice before. She did our intro last week, last episode. It's Erin. Welcome. Thank you. So th thank you for being here. Erin um, replied to my casting call, which was actually a funny story because her name, Erin, your name kind of sounded familiar to me. <laughs> right. And then after a while, we realized that we are in the same Facebook group. Yes, and we've like interacted before and had no idea. And actually your podcast was on my to listen to list and I finally got around to listen to it. Oh yay. Do you want to talk about yourself for a moment so that the listeners will get to know you and also maybe talk about your podcast? Sure, sure, I can do that. Um so yeah, I'm Erin. I'm in the United States as you can probably tell from my voice. Um, <laughs> we, I got started with Zombies Run, I guess, two and a half-ish years ago. I had already run my first 5K. I did a Couch to 5K program to try to drop the baby weight after my second kid was born. Um, and after I did the 5K, my friend Mike was like, hey, you should do this zombie app that I do. And I'm like, I don't know. That sounds kind of weird. I think I'm just going to run. And then like a year later, I finally got around to doing, to, I was like, you know what? I'm really like, I'm out of motivation. It's hot outside. I'm, I need, I need more motivation. So I downloaded the app and was immediately hooked. And then, you know, that's all she wrote. <laughs> um, how, how, how far into the game were we two and a half years ago? Like season three? Maybe. Yeah, it sounds about that right. That sounds about right, because I remember season four dropping. Yeah. And I originally started out, I was going to just, I was like, hey, I can just play this game for free. And then I ran out of like yeah. my first three missions or whatever. I was like, nope, I, I will. I'm throwing my money at the phone. Just take it. Take my money and <laughs> let me let me listen to Sam all the time. Season three was when we switched from the you buy each season to oh. the subscription-based model, okay. I think. Because before that, you would just, uh, like for season two, you would just buy the, the season two package and then you had all the missions for season oh, two. Oh, so you could do it for as long as you wanted for the same price. Season two, you would just buy the package, okay. but they would still drop like three episodes a week. Oh, so you would okay. still have to wait. Uh, and you could get like the pass for just the story missions or for the story and the side missions. Okay. And then in season three, they switched. I like the new model better, yeah. actually, because you can try the game out. Yes, I agree. That sounds much better. Apparently, when the, the friend who suggested this to me, Mike, when he started doing it, they didn't have, um, you couldn't drop items to distract the zombies during chases. And so he would just have to run and hope they didn't catch him. And if they did catch him, he had to start the mission over. That was the very, very early, I think. Yeah, I think he discovered this thing like way early. But yeah, so that was, that was how I got started. Um, and it's gotten me through many long, hot summer runs. Um, 
I listen to it sometimes when I'm not actually running, when I walk the dog or whatever. Um, I had a really long, um, I drove up to, I'm in Virginia and I drove up to Michigan for a conference a few months back and it's like an eight and a half hour drive. And so I, I pretty much, and I like, I like road trips and it was this complete straight shot, but I pretty much mainlined podcast detected with a handful of zombies run episodes thrown in there just for variety. So I did listen to a few episodes while driving, which I know is not the point, but sometimes you get to a point in the story where you just need to keep going, but you can't run anymore. So I, I did the same when I was in LA. I, uh, there was season two came out and I was in the last missions mm-hmm. and I did one run along um, like the, the beach mm-hmm. in LA. But uh, it was too hot. I, I'm not used to the temperatures. I, I, I live in the mountains. Yeah. And so I did yeah. one mission instead of two. And I did. I, I listened to the other one when I was on the bus back because I didn't have a car. Right. So I took right. LA public transport, which was a, quite an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe so, that. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes I think it's okay. A lot of people don't use Zombies Run to actually work out. Okay, uh, should we get into some fandom news? Yeah, let's do it. One one thing real quick. There's still the plans of having a meetup in London. There's okay. going to be maybe a, a meetup in London for, I think, on the April the 12th. Like, uh, everybody for, can... Is that for the virtual race? No, there are two. Like, one oh, is for okay. the virtual race, and the other one is, like, going out to just hit a bar maybe oh, cool. but it's still all in the making so if you're interested listeners in joining us in london head over to either the facebook group that's the unofficial zombies run something something just type it in you will find it yes uh we talk about it there or head over to rufflenet because we also have some talks there trying to figure something out how to meet up i'm still a bit nervous that it's going to be the 12th because that's the day i'm actually flying so if there are any delays in my flight yeah might get a bit tricky but i trust easyjet fingers crossed fingers crossed for you i am very i'm very very jealous i would love to be able to go to london for a meetup so is there any update on the virtual race because you're you're doing it i am doing the virtual race um the race packs have gone out so if you haven't gotten your race pack yet, then it should be coming to you shortly. Um, there is in, I sent you the email, right? Yes, you did. So there's, you know, as, as they do more of these virtual races, they are getting more and more, I will say Easter eggy with them, like just fun little things that you can do independent of the race. And so this one, they have sent out a link to a website that is for, the European Rescue Force um, that you are running for in this particular race mission. So, and that that's pretty cool. There's not a ton on it, but there's a phone number that you can call and you can listen to a message from one of the characters, and it's pretty neat. It's, I think it helps the make make it feel more real. Yes, it really it really does. And I didn't learn. I think the last race was the Shia Hifa one. Um, with, that came with 
there was a website, like a secret website that you could go to. And if you scanned the QR code on the little card that they sent oh, in the race pack, that's cute. there was a thing. I didn't learn about that till way after the fact. And I'm kind of technologically illiterate and I don't know how to scan a QR code. So I've never done that. You just need to download an app on your phone. I thought that Apple, I thought that my iPhone would have come with one. But I couldn't get it to work, so I guess I need to download a different one. I don't know. I should probably, I need to dig the card out and try that again. But I think they're going to be doing more with that website. It looks like there's, um, for the, this virtual race, it looks like there's more that they are, that the website can do that hasn't been implemented yet. So I think they'll probably keep working on that up until the race drops. And uh, speaking of the virtual race, you also sent me another link. Yes, my friend. That's that's so cool. I was blown I away. I know. My friend Megan sent me this link to a spy virtual race. And she was like, hey, you want, you want to do this? And she does Zombies Run too. And so she sent it to me and I opened it. And I was like, oh, cool. Somebody else is doing a virtual race. It's not just six to start. And I started looking around the website. I'm like, this really seems very six to starty. And if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, it's like brought to you by the people who do Zombies Run. So I think we're going to do that. It's around the same time as the Zombies Run race. I think it's I think it's at the end of March. So it's a little bit before mm. the CR race drops. But I think, I mean, we probably won't get our race packs in time because they're coming from the UK and we're in the States. But who cares? Um When you send it to me, I was reading through it and I had a bit of a, a righteous anger. I was like, this sounds so much like Zombies Run with the protagonist who just has a code name and has not does not have a defined gender or anything. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is so cheap. Somebody just used Zombies Run and like copied it and put another like genre on it yes i no. i had the exact same thought and i was like this is kind of cool that someone else is doing a virtual race but don't rip off my six to start stuff and i was torn apart because yay cool spy stuff uh -huh. and at the same time no don't steal from my beloved franchise and then the world was okay yes. when i saw brought to you by the something the minds behind yeah. zombies run or something it's like okay Great. Now I can really, really like this. Yes. Do you think you might do it? Because I, I know you didn't sign up for the Zombies Run race because you were recovering from yeah. bronchitis, which yeah. is miserable. Um, I might. I'm, I'm not sure yet. Maybe if I if there's a 5K option, maybe I'll. I'll I think there is. Go I think that. it's a 5K and a 10K. The website is spyvirtualrace.com. S P Y virtualrace.com. Let me open it up real quick. I'm pretty sure it said. 5k and 10k options uh yeah 5k and 10k virtual race so yeah it's the i guess the plot is that hold on i'm trying to find oh and it's uh, march 30th to april 18th 18th yes so this is a longer it's a longer stretch than the other ones um, so yeah, you are secret agent 11 in the strategic worldwide intelligence freedom task force. And the, um, the race is in support of Macmillan Cancer Support Center. So, well, I guess now I have to yeah, join, so it's, right? It's for a good cause. I don't know what, I don't know how much of the cut is going to Macmillan, but it sounds like 
it says a portion of your entry fee will go to dire- directly to McMillan Cancer Support. So, yeah, and they have three different race packs. So you can get the basic one that comes with where you basically just get the medal and like the certificate. And then there's one and that starts at 23 pounds. Um, and then there's one that has a T-shirt and all that stuff. And your mission is to pursue the evil Dr. Manis and discover her plans to take over the world. Oh, I love so, this. I kind of love that doc- that the evil Dr. Manis is a woman. I I suppose that, or I could imagine that if this is, because it's an extra app that you have to download, mm-hmm. and maybe this app is going to be recycled if they do another franchise, then they can just, you know, put the old stuff onto the yeah. new stuff. I I don't know how coding works. Neither do I. Guys. <laughs> I don't know how to read a QR code, so I clearly don't know how coding works. Well, you don't have to know everything, I guess. <laughs> I have other skills. <laughs> I make yeah, soup. So if... I can't read a QR code, but I make soup. <laughs> I learned a foreign language. That's yeah. enough for yeah, my you're, lifetime. <laughs> you're bilingual? Trilingual? No, 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 no. I, I mean... Here, bilingual is only you're only considered bilingual if both of them are your like first language, like if you were brought up in two languages. Oh, okay. I'm I'm just monolingual. I was just brought up German. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just learned the rest. Um, what 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 else did I want to say? Oh yes, a special shout out when it comes to the virtual race. I'm not sure if this person listens to the podcast, but there was somebody who sent me an ask on um, the other blog that I do. I have a podcast review blog Mm -hmm. and they asked me for spy themed podcasts and mentioned something like Janine or something like they mentioned zombies running it. Okay. So dear person who sent me this ask, if you listen to our podcast, this seems to be exactly your type of thing. It's spy themed and it's by the makers of zombies run. So yeah, it has female characters. So go and check out the Spy Virtual Race. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for fandom news. Yeah, I think we covered a lot. Let me just quick um, check the Zombies Run, the official Zombies Run blog. Oh, yes, we had the five-year anniversary last two weeks ago. That's right. So still check out all the cool stats that they put up. Like who, who oh, of course, the US won. Well, I mean, we're we're a really big country. Yeah, there's a lot of us. <laughs> That's true. Oh, oh, Belgium. You rock Belgium. It's such a small country. The Netherlands as well. Such a small country. And they are playing up with the big countries. Awesome. Not bad. Not bad. Good for them. Yeah, so check out, check out the cool uh, stats and the top 10 artists. What's the top artist? I just need to check that. Fallout Boy. That makes sense. Fallout Boy's good to yeah, run to. They have a lot of those power mm-hmm. anthems that even if I don't like them a lot, I still feel like it gets my my pulse going. Yep. Imagine Dragons, I can see that. Linking Park. Okay. Did not know that people still listen to Linking Park. That's my generation I didn't, probably. No, I didn't know either. I I mean they were popular when I was in high school. Yeah, but... same. Same. Apparently, they still are, or it's old people in our age. That, that might be it. It might be all of us old people listening to Linkin Park, reliving our youth. And we have Taylor Swift. 
She comes up on my Pandora a lot. I don't have Pandora. I only have Spotify and Taylor Swift is not on Spotify. Oh. So Taylor Swift just does not really exist for me okay. in my musical I've got, universe. I've got little kids too and they really like Taylor Swift. So it's like Taylor Swift is one of those artists that Taylor Swift and Carly Rae Jepsen we listen to a lot of in the car because I don't mind them and they're yeah. like kid friendly for the most part. So oh, that's that's I mean, that's easier if you live in a different country because the kids don't speak enough English to understand. So you can basically have them listen to anything. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And then number five on this list, Eminem. Okay. Is Eminem still a thing? Apparently. I don't know. Again, it must be our generation yeah, doing Zombies Run. Sure. It's all of these like early to mid 30s runner fives, runners five uh doing yeah doing their lincoln park and their m&m and let's let's do the other five as well just just for shits and giggles yeah katie katie perry okay pop a lot of quick fast pop songs that i don't like much but it's okay daft punk okay i don't think i would know a daft punk song if it hit me in the face oh they did this we're up all night together, lucky that's the only one i know and i know it because the pentatonix covered it and they did like Way back, they did this around the world, around the world. think i know that one that was a pretty cool music video then they have muse okay i can see that maroon five they've got some good beat to them i they come they come up a lot on my pandora running station um okay like the ones that aren't ballads like some of the more upbeat ones they're pretty good to run to and then after all these new and not as new artists we have queen all right that i actually i'm pretty sure that my personal playlist might have influenced this <laughs> because i think i listen to so much queen when i run really for some reason yeah Interesting. it really works for me i'm a weirdo who listens to podcasts when i run i don't generally listen like i will listen to music so, like sometimes i'm in the mood but i'm not tip, i'm not much of a music person to begin with and so, for whatever reason, podcasts work for me. So, well, I I usually listen to music while I do Sunday's run. Okay. Because having another podcast like with the narration, the Zombies Run narration, that would kind of confuse me. It does. It does. There are times. Yeah. It. I have mine set up so that the Zombies Run um, tracks are much louder. And so, and I listen to things like My Brother, My Brother and Me, where oh. if you miss a chunk because you're focused on Zombies Run, it's it pretty easy to just jump right back in. So Also, it, it doesn't make any logical sense anyway, so exactly, exactly. how they came from one point to the other. Exactly. Suddenly it's all about vaping. Yep. <laughs> Who knows how? Uh, no, I listen to the podcast afterwards. That's always like for the cool down. Yeah. 
listeners, a while ago I had a very interesting conversation with Christopher, who, for lack of a better term, is a zombologist. And we talked about all things theoretical zombie apocalypse, like problems that might arise, troubles we might not be aware of yet, and uh, challenges humanity would have to face besides the, well, obvious zombies. We recorded this conversation, it was a lot of fun, and we are of course going to share it with you in small pieces, because the whole conversation as such would be way too long. But you can listen to our Zombology talk every other week on this very channel. So it's going to be Podcast Detected one week, a short Zombology episode the next week, and so on and so forth. I really, really hope uh, you like it, a lot of work went to it. And I'm very excited to, to share it with you. I wanted to have a trailer ready for you for this episode, but I kind of ran out of time editing it because I got um, distracted by talking about Project Runway and Eurovision. You know, like quality entertainment. But there is going to be a super, super short glimpse into the first episode of Symbology instead. And the trailer... The full trailer will be up this weekend on this channel, so keep your eyes open and enjoy the sneak peek. The the idea of the fast zombie, especially the the undead fast zombie, uh, to me is a little silly. Uh, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, you you have to figure if if the body's being re if the body's being reanimated by something, uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense that it would be more efficient or would have more strength um, you have to figure that whatever is activating this body uh, would have to be secondhand essentially um, I always liken it to a, to a virus that actually infects the central nervous system uh, and and somehow activates the body through through um, manipulating electrical impulses through the through the nerves. But one might argue that the fast zombies are not actually like faster or stronger than the the original human. Mm -hmm. They're just the strengths that the original uh, human would have if we had no holding back and no reservations about our own well-being and about what happens if we just ran without ever getting tired, that, that would be us. Yes. And I don't think that th those zombies are faster than the human would be. They just don't get tired. That's, that was always my, my idea behind the fast zombies. So. That's, that's actually a very good point, uh, where, where you and I, as, as rational thinking human beings, uh, would stop... If you know, if we were trying to to get through a door, if the door wasn't opening, we wouldn't continue punching it with our fists because there's a very good chance of breaking our bones. Well, a, a member of the undead society, as it were, uh, isn't going to have that same reservation. You're you're exactly right. They're very goal oriented. Um, and, and let me let me say just one thing before we before we continue. <laughs> I I, I want to clarify. I I don't. Uh, believe in the existence of zombies it, this is purely recreational for me I, i've had people ask me that before so so you you believe in this stuff huh no no 
No, I don't. Uh, it's just it's just fun. So today our topic is season one, just like back to the roots. Yeah, uh, it's been such a long time. I really like in preparation for this episode. I realized that most of the things I remember are from season two, which is yeah. still my favorite season of all time. Uh, sometimes like. Looking back, season one feels a bit like a prologue. Yeah, it kind of does. It, I mean, it does feel like a prologue. And I think that the problem is season one, the, for, the, for most of the season, the bad guy is the zombies. And then in season two, you get an actual human bad guy. And that's kind of how like The Walking Dead goes as well. Like I feel like most zombie apocalypse things start out with the zombies or the bad guy, and then it kind of turns into... But no, what you really need to fear are the other survivors. True. And also, like, zombies are zombies. They're slow. So after a while, we get used to them. Yeah. We, I mean, you can always, you know, have bad luck and, and be surrounded and then die. But usually you know how to defend yourself if you've survived that long. Right. Exactly. Also, in season one, we don't have the whole cast yet. Which True. We have Sam as a main character. We have Janine, Maxine, and Sarah Smith. Yes. And all the others are basically, like, all the characters you think about when you think of the early season, early seasons of Zombies Run, like Jody and Simon, they're not that much in... We, we really only not. meet Simon, like, I think, in the second to last episode and like yeah. Jody a bit before that but we do have Chris McShell but he's only there for like two episodes he, he is not he is not in it very long and I, I realized that when I when I re-ran season one like a few years ago you can kind of see where the original storyline was mm -hmm. and then they when they realized that Zombies Run was uh, like successful and they made enough money, they added more episodes. Yep. Um, the episodes with uh, Maxine and Paula, I think, are yep. are added, and the the episodes with Chris McShell. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of you can if you know it, you can kind of see it. Yep. So the, the, this first season would have been even shorter with even fewer characters. I don't know, so integral to the story. Like, Zombies Run would not work without Jody or Simon or... Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't even want to picture Zombies Run without Simon. I love Simon so much. I mean, he's the worst, but I love him. I, I don't want to picture what Zombies Run would be without him, without him and Jody. Okay, so one of my favorite things about season one is actually the relationship that the player has to Sarah Smith. Mm-hmm. Because yep. it's, you have, in a lot of like movies or TV shows, you have um, a, an antagonist, an right. antagonistic character like Sarah Smith is in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then there's usually like one big event and then suddenly you like the character because you see, oh, they're not that bad at all. And in Zombies Run, they didn't even have to do that. They just, very gradually, you start liking her more and more yep and looking back i i 
I can't even pinpoint the moment. It's just in the beginning, whenever Sarah Smith appears, you're like, no, she hates me and, and I don't like her. And suddenly, like a few episodes later, when Sam says, oh, and I brought some reinforcements for you, you're like, oh, I hope it's Sarah Smith. Yeah, yeah. I, I actively hated her the first episode she showed up. Like, by the end of that episode, I was like, who is this woman and what is her beef with me? Yes, why is exactly. she? Why does she hate me so much? But yeah, like, by the end of the season, I had completely forgotten how much I didn't like her at first because I was like, I, I, are, we, are we worrying about spoilers for season one here? Uh, no, we, we will, in this, in this episode, we will talk all about season one, but we will not talk about anything involving later seasons. So people okay. who are in the beginning of the game, as long as they have finished season one, it's fine. Okay, so I can say yeah. that at the end when she's like, I think I got bitten, I'm yes. like, no, you can't have gotten bitten. There's, no, you can't. <laughs> And now imagine this last episode, and you know you have to wait for another half of a year. I am very two. glad I did not discover Zombies Run right when it came out, because I'm still not caught up to where they are now. So I've had, I've got, I can catch up whenever I want. I don't have to wait. I'm kind of okay with not being completely caught up yet for exactly that reason. Like, Sarah Smith was just such a well-written character. I, I'm still kind of baffled, and... What I love is on on Tumblr. Whenever like people are new in the fandom, you it, like you immediately see that they're new, because they don't really know the way around. Mm -hmm. But you can also, like, it's so funny because you will see some people start posting, just like you said. Oh my God, who's this Sarah Smith, and why is she so angry at me, and why doesn't she trust me? And then you can like really see how they're opinion of her changes so yeah. by the way people talk about sarah smith you will always know how far in the game they are yes yes one of my favorite things of of season one i i'd say that and then the a voice in the dark of course yes i was gonna say my very favorite thing is of course a voice in the dark when we all fall hopelessly in love with sam yao <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you fall on the uh, Runner 5 Sam shipping spectrum, but I ship them so hard. For some reason, I'm really, really good at making uh, people who ship it, like, suffer. Like, when I write, <laughs> when I write fan fiction, for example, I think the, the one that got the most traction online was the... the run a five uh sam stuff that i i wrote so for some reason i'm very good at making them suffer did you write the one with um the soulmate tattoos yes that i was mine. love that story oh my so God. much that is bookmarked on my computer and it's one of my go-to feel good like if i'm in a bad mood i go and i read that story i love that story so so much and I didn't realize that that was you at oh, first. Oh, thank you. Well done. I bow down to you. I haven't published any of my fic yet. Maybe one day. I, I did not I did not publish any fan fiction before I uh, joined the Zombies Run fandom because it's a good fandom. And I, <laughs> it's an excellent fandom. Like there are a lot of fandoms where I would never publish anything because the people are just evil. Yeah. Or a lot of them are very evil. And in the Zombies Run uh, fandom, I don't, I don't worry about it. 
Yeah, I kind of feel like when I eventually do post something, even if it's terrible, people will still give it a, a like just because they're yeah. nice. Like yeah. nobody's going to come right out and be like, wow, this is the worst thing I've ever read because they're just not like that. So season one. We yeah, I'm sorry. I got us off on a tangent. No, no it's, it's fine. It's fine. No, but I, I still think uh, A Voice in the Dark is it's also such an important mission for the fandom. Yes. Because up to this point, A Voice in the Dark used to be mission nine. Now it's mission six. Yeah. And I think and... I think it switched to mission six before I started because in the early oh, episodes okay. of this podcast, you guys are talking about mission nine, and I'm like, yeah, isn't that the one where we like go to the helicopter crash with Sarah? Exactly. Which yeah, I actually exactly. have something I want to talk about with that in a little bit, but finish your okay. thought first. No, and um, this is usually I had after feeling it was the same with me. You start out using zombies run on your own, and you're fine, and it's it's funny, and it's it's it's. Uh, interesting but you don't maybe feel necessarily feel the need to talk about it all the time yeah and then you come to a voice in the dark and i remember i came home i ran it outside in the dark in the forest and i came home and i sat down on my computer and i was like i need to talk to somebody about this yep and that's when i started searching for like people on twitter and facebook and all and all that jazz and I see that happening to a lot of people. The new yeah. people who come in usually come in because they need to talk about about this mission. And that's when they find the tags and the Facebook group and everything. It's just, it's such a good mission. Like, it tugs at your heartstrings. It's the first time that you really get to know any of these characters' backstories. Exactly. Like, you don't really know anything about their life before the apocalypse, before you get to Abel. You don't know any of that. And Sam is like, let me share my life with you. And it's just, and he's so great. Like, he's so happy when you come home that... Yeah, I, I, I did the same thing. I ran it um, in the evening. It wasn't like dark, dark, but it was like twilight. And I had my dog with me. And the whole time I like, as I'm running, I'm like, I kind of wish the dog wasn't here because like stopping mm. to let him like sniff things is kind of harshing my vibe. <laughs> like I want to be totally by myself in the dark, just me and Sam in my ears. That's all I want right now. And I have since gone back and run it multiple times that way because yeah, it's just such a good mission. Also, I think a lot of people, I guess a lot of people who, when they start Zombies Run, are about our age or maybe like in their early 20s. That's, mm -hmm. I guess, the usual time frame. I don't see a lot of teenagers in the fandom. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of us can kind of relate to Sam in a way that he, he, he says, ah, oh, somehow I enjoy this and this is not as boring as my... The, the college that I hate and the job that I don't like and I'm not doing the things that I want to do but I, f I feel it's too late to change my life around and now this apocalypse happens and I think that resonates very well with a lot of people it it definitely did with me oh, for all sure. those years ago yeah definitely so you wanted to talk about the helicopter crash. Yes. Okay, so the current season one, Mission 9, is the one where we... And this is a thing that has bothered me since the first time I listened to this episode. Or the, the mission. So we go to the side of the helicopter crash with Sarah, Runner 8. And, like, she finds our credentials and it proves that we are who we say we are and whatever. 
So I'm very bothered by the fact that during this episode, the pilot is just turning zombie. Yes. How much time has passed since Jolly Alpha Five Niner that this poor woman is like at death's door? Because especially if you factor in the 5K trainer, which is eight weeks taking place after Jolly Alpha Five Niner and before the second mission of the season, that means that there has been at least two months, if not longer. Like, it's it's such a it's such a nitpicky little thing for me to be like, but no, I need an explanation of this. But yeah. it just it drives me bonkers <laughs> because it doesn't make sense. Uh, this is one of the one of the things where you can clearly see that while they might have like thought about something like the five k, mm-hmm. it was not really well thought out that yeah. this is would go in between. It, it it doesn't really make sense, especially since in the same season with Chris McShell, we see how long it takes oh, to yeah. kill a zombie, like a few hours. Well, and with Lamb, moment. it's like instantaneous. Exactly. So, so uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it's just like a little thing that overall doesn't really impact the story or my enjoyment of the game or anything, but it will always bother me just a bit. Um, it's it's uh, yeah it's uh, some things in season one don't quite add up. I know that in the early days of the fandom there were people trying to establish a timeline of the apocalypse based yeah. on the things we learn in the game and mm-hmm. the things we learn in the radio mode. So it doesn't totally add up anything yeah. really. It it it, it doesn't. If you if you look at it too too closely, the timeline doesn't make sense. And there was um I think they fixed it when they reordered the episodes of season one. After a, a Voice in the Dark, they had this episode where you go on a on the supply run for like uh, I think you go to find the uh, Paula's recording. Or something, and yeah. nobody talks. Nobody talks about uh, a voice in the dark. And then yeah. a few ep- a few episodes later, suddenly everybody's like, "Oh, are you sure you're ready to go out again after the night run?" So that clearly there was like some mis- mismatch in the order, and they f- they fixed it. Thank God, because it drove me nuts. Okay, yeah, I don't. Th- I think they must have fixed that before I came in because I don't remember that. But that would have driven me crazy. That would not that oh uh, yeah that would have really yeah it's me. it's like it's like with the pilot but you yeah. can't change the pilot thing yeah and they they should have just said the pilot is a zombie well and even if and it because yeah it was one line it was Sarah saying something like oh look the pilot's turning and even if they hadn't unless this was one that had been way early in the season even not factoring in the five k if this isn't taking place like within days of mission one it just doesn't make sense and they could have just had her say something like oh you mean that zombie that's strapped into the helicopter like a simple word change would have fixed it all but yeah yeah well but that's nitpicky it's oh i know it's it's so it's so nitpicky it's i i feel bad that it's even a thing that is bothering me but it's you know it's just one of those like little continuity errors that like once i notice it i'm like 
it, it just, it, it, I, will, I will never unsee, once I've seen it, I won't ever unsee it. It doesn't impact my enjoyment of the game, but I can't unsee it. <laughs> There's one moment, and that makes me, still makes me laugh so much when I think about it. When you go and run with Evan mm -hmm. around the, um, the settlement, like he shows you, it used to be the second mission, I think. Yeah, and I think it's like the third one now. There's a zombie somewhere and there's a, a sheet of paper with like the netrophil or something mm -hmm. that you have to collect for this mission. And it's like, oh, there's a zombie. Run half, you go and, and, yeah. and run. And like, he's, he's, he's good in the back. Like, yep. he's, he's taking the taco, taco approach. I, I was just going to say, taco's good out here. From, yeah, he's, he's, he, he, he's head of runners because he does not. <laughs> He has been around the longest because yeah. he doesn't take unnecessary risks. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Should we talk about uh, radio mode for a second? Season one's the only radio mode that I have actually completed. Oh, really? Yeah, I've, I've been reading the transcripts of the other ones, but I didn't really know radio mode was a thing when I first started. Um, ah, okay. And then I kind of just like never really figured out exactly what it was until fairly recently <laughs> oh no so i'm making my way through it um but yeah so i don't really i find jack and eugene very engaging what i like about radio mode in season one again it's not really interactive with the main story mm -hmm. like they don't and i think until the end maybe there's not really much overlap they did better in season two then, but in season one, but I like it because it kind of flashes the world out a little bit. So you yes. hear from other settlements and how the people live when they're not like out on a run, because we don't, we don't get to know much about the runner five's life outside of the missions. Right. And so it's kind of nice to find out how the people at Able live. And that's what radio mode is for. And I, I really... I kind of fell in love with radio mode in the first season and I never looked back. Yeah, I think part of part of why I didn't really get into it when I first tried it was because, like you said, it doesn't seem to link quite as... Season one radio mode doesn't link quite as directly to the story. So I was like, okay, I mean, like these, these guys are nice to listen to and all, but it doesn't really add anything to my, you know, mission running experience. Um... Plus, I don't tend. I tend to like. I do my running and then I'm done. Oh. I don't tend to keep going, so I would only have time for like one or two radio clips before I would be back home. But with season two, it really seems like they are. It's much more entrenched in the world and the story that they have built in the main missions, and so I think that radio mode is much more interesting um, for from a like universe building perspective. So should we, to round up the season one talk, should we try playing the game? We can try. <laughs> you want to go first or do you want me to go first? So uh, the game, in case uh, our listeners have not listened to the last episode, uh, the game is that you have 60 seconds to summarize season one. Can or cannot include radio mode if you want. And you have to use as many details as you can. 
So okay. Do you want to go first? Sure, I could go first. Do you want to time me? I'm going to time you. Am I allowed to use notes? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know, I know. That's cheating. Okay. Um. So one minute. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, and go. Okay, so your helicopter crashes and you hear a voice in your headset saying, hey, I'm Sam Yao from Able Township, come to us. And this other voice says, I'm Maxine Myers, I'm the doctor here, go to the hospital first and get this box of really important files. So you do that and as you're getting to Able, you're being chased by the old Runner 5 who was turned into a zombie and they shoot her and it's very upsetting for Sam. And then over the next, but then you get into Able and you're accepted by everybody and you meet runner eight who is kind of abrasive at first but then she becomes awesome and you meet all of the other characters and let's see what happens you end up getting trapped by new canton and stuck outside in the dark and then you fall in love with sam or maybe that was just me um you meet a runner from new canton who has been trapped on a roof and it turns out his name is Lem, and he's been bitten by some zombies, and he gives you his headset and runs off to turn and distract the zombies, and you end up running around wearing his headset, which really confuses his girlfriend, who is the radio operator at... Time is up! Oh, man! I feel like Very I did okay! Good. Yeah, I got us got... at least halfway through the season. <laughs> <coughs> well, I mean, what you, you already mentioned Lem... What a guy, so... What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. So, I mean, that... It, all it misses is, like, the last two episodes. Yeah. Very good. I, I did okay. See, this is because I read all the transcripts, and so it's all fresh in my yeah. brain. <laughs> I'm, I'm... You know, actually, there is stuff you, you mentioned, like, Maxine asking you to get the box and like yeah that happens in the first episode yeah how could i forget this do you th um, do you want to try to beat me <laughs> yeah i mean the, the, i can I'm, I'm going to try i'm just wondering <laughs> if i should get a foreign language bonus I, oh i think i think that you definitely get at least an extra 15 seconds i mean i let's see how far i come in one in one episode for uh, in one minute like for a second, I was like, maybe I could try doing the summary in German instead. You could do but it I... in German. I will have no idea what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Because then I can just say like, oh, I, uh, all the details are in there. No, German is a much more like difficult language to keep short. I don't know. I will, I will try my best. I hope I still remember stuff. Do you want me to time you or do you can do your timer? Oh, no, no. You time me. Okay. I don't have a cool Sam Yao talking about chickens as my uh, as my timer, but it's I best. do have the Firefly theme song, so there's oh, that. Good. All right, it's also my 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 message tone. It's also the chicken has gone under the fence. I love it. I want it. I want it on my on my phone. I don't I, know how I to can, do that. I can, can I can give you the link. There's yes, awesome. I can yes. send it to you. Okay. I love it. Fantastic. Um, so. Season one. Ready? Yeah. Go. So you're runner five. You are on your way to Able. You're in the military and your helicopter gets shot down. But you manage to survive and you get into Able where you meet like all the people there. Like 
the radio operator is Sam, and there's Maxine, and she's a doctor, and Janine, who's like the big boss, and she's the coolest. And you also meet Sarah Smith, who's like your run buddy, and a lot of other runners. And you go out on missions and try to save people and try to find supplies. And uh, you also try to find out who shot down your helicopter, and you find a box with a message from Maxine's wife uh, who is dead and it's super sad and you get lost outside and it's even sadder and um, yeah there's a rivalry with the uh, new canton which is like this other settlement and they want to kill you and you want to kill them but it's all somebody else is behind oh, it. Oh we're at a minute. <laughs> no no actually stop okay i'm sorry i can't there we go i'm like i'm sorry my phone won't stop it won't turn off <laughs> <laughs> we just get to listen to the whole firefly theme song you d you got stuff that i didn't get to yeah i got i think i got further in the story but i had less details so, so between the two of us we win yeah, the game right yeah we, i mean we're clearly the winners here <laughs> here from the editing booth and you know what Aaron and me we might have been too quick judging that the two of us clearly were the winners of this challenge because we have another future podcast detected host her name is Paulette and she also tried her luck with the one minute challenge here it is so hi everyone I'm Paulette I'm one of the new mem members for way too many people in a Kamshag, and I'm here to tell you my season one summary in one minute uh, let's see if I can do this. So, ready, set, go. So, we fall from a helicopter and zombies are chasing us and you follow Sam's as you get to Abel. But people start super suspicious of you because they don't know you're actually the person in a helicopter. And then you start going to the missions to rescue a child and such. People start really suspicious of you, even though like you're such a totally cool person. And season one, half of the time you're spending trying to... Um, guard yourself from runner 8 because you think Sarah Smith is gonna kill you or something or thinking she's gonna turn into a zombie because she coughs a lot then you can't tell wants to destroy Abel and you don't know why like you're new to that place and you're like why are these people like so intense and want to kill us and then Sam oh Sam is so adorable and like in my head canon you start falling in love with Sam and it's totally great but then at the end of the season when you're like learning new information about where the zombie apocalypse came from um there's like Disney Canton thread that they want to attack Abel, but at the same time, there's like a bunch of zombies. And you're like, what is going on? Like, why? And you think Abel has been destroyed, and that's where like the season ends. And my minute has passed, and I think I did it. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know if this was good or not, but um, thank you to whoever is editing this and listening to my rumblings. So bye. I can only speak for myself, listeners, but Paulette definitely wins the accent challenge like her accent is so much cuter than mine and also she did a very good job at uh, at summarizing season one so past liz and erin shame on you for thinking you are the winners already i guess we have to leave it to the listeners to decide who won Okay, before we get into the announcement of our next episode, 
I want to read out an email that we got. No, not an email, a Tumblr message. Sure. Uh, we got two messages by Sweet Little Souffle Girl. Oh, I haven't heard that name in a while. Uh, and uh, they say, Naomi Alderman wrote a Doctor Who tie-in novel. I think this is in reaction to uh, last week where we talked about Naomi Alderman's novel being turned into a movie. Mm -hmm. uh, she wrote a Doctor Who tie-in novel. I only just realized that and recently... I was moving from a farmhouse I grew up into the big city and going through my stuff. And in among my Doctor Who books, I found Naomi's name. So that's cool. I didn't know that she wrote that. I didn't either, but now I need to go find it. Does, does she say what the title is? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure we can just Google it. So Probably. go out and read it and everybody tell us what you think of it. Uh, next week, uh, next episode, what are we going to talk about? I think it would be nice having another character episode. I like doing those. Yeah. Um, we have not talked a character we haven't talked about we could do uh, an episode on have we done one on just Nadia we have not oh that's a good idea so next week is all going to be all about Nadia so send us your thoughts ideas whatever you want to talk to us about uh, when it comes to Nadia and uh, yeah you know how to find us on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and via email. Yep. You can get in touch with us. So, Aaron, is there one thing you want to recommend to the people out there? Sure. Um, if I can, if I may, I would like to recommend my other podcast. Do, <laughs> may, do may so. As well, you know, when, if I can't plug it on this podcast, then when's the best place to plug it, right? Um, so I do another podcast with my friend James. It's called Unabashedly Obsessed. And every week we pick a topic that is usually one of our current obsessions in pop or not so pop culture. Um, we've done some very pop culture and we've done some really obscure stuff. So it's, you know, I think it's fun. We have a good time doing it. It's a lot of fun. I, I just started listening. I listened to the My Brother, My Brother, Me show episode, which is maybe not the one that a lot of people will. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the, the Mabim Bam fandom is more far-reaching than we realize um but yeah we've done our very first episode ever was about zombies and we talk some about zombies run there you have it so check out Aaron's podcast and also check out what am I going to recommend today uh my favorite murder I know everybody and their mom has already recommended <laughs> this podcast but it's really good it's not good if you don't like murder <laughs> I mean talking about murder right <laughs> yeah yeah so it can be a bit of a bummer but the hosts are very charming so check out my favorite murder that's a good one okay all right thank you well thank that's you so it. much and uh talk to you in two weeks until then uh, stay safe out there stay safe out there podcast detected is a fan project brought to you by way too many people in a cum shack zombies run belongs to six start your hosts today were Aaron and Liz. The intro was recorded by Aaron. You also heard the voice of Christopher in the Zombology sneak peek and the voice of Paulette in the One Minute Season 1 challenge. The music you heard today was Rich Groove by Jason Kessler as our intro and end credit music, Around the World by Daft Punk and the Firefly scene. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Tumblr, Twitter and Facebook as podcast detected or email us at way too many people in a calm shack at gmail.com no runners were harmed during the making of this episode
we're good. <laughs> well, that was that was the the curse of the energy saving time. Yes, I will. Yeah. I still don't understand why we still have that. But me, uh, me neither. Nobody likes it, so I don't know. We 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 changed in two weeks. Oh oh, I didn't know yeah. that you guys did a change at all. Oh, we do, we do. But it's just not the same time as ours. So in two weeks, we'll have the same problem again. Exactly. So in two weeks, maybe we have a, either a US only or a U Europe only yes. episode. <laughs> that might make more sense.